Hello, and welcome to When Worldviews Collide, a radio series led by Pastor Barbara Holmes Brackett. I'm her granddaughter, Elizabeth, and today we're going to be talking about politics, which is, of course, a subject everyone loves to talk about. Isn't that right? <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You do love to talk about politics, and um, it's not usually stuff meant for the dinner table, but this isn't the dinner table. No, it's so. not. I guess it's time to talk about it. Um, so I guess the first thing would be, how would you define politics? I would define politics as a study of government. And that rocks people a little bit. Really? It's mm. really about government? Mm. Oh, yeah, it is. Mm. And, and, and one definition that's pretty interesting is economics is actually the resources of a people group. And government is the control or the restrictions over those resources. So economics and government go together, which is a very interesting concept. Right. And that's kind of how when we see like political parties and factions in American society today, a lot of the arguments that we have are over, you know, who should get funding for what, who should be allowed to do what with their funds and with opening True. businesses. True. So they kind of go hand in hand. I don't know if you've heard the, kind of the, the little phrase, it's about the economy, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> I know. But I don't I don't say that just so you know. <laughs> right. But most things are in politics when people discuss it. So I guess uh the first question about politics that I think people don't really think about too often is why we even need it. Like everyone's, you know, so up in arms about it all the time. Why do we even need it at all? Do you want the short answer or the long answer? I'll give you the short one first. Okay. Because God said Cool. How do you like that? <laughs> That makes it easy. It so, does. So then, does. why does God say that we need government? Well, in 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 um, Romans thirteen one, it, he goes so far as to say everyone must submit to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist are instituted by God. God is saying, you can't do this without government. It's very interesting when before the Mayflower landed. The men got together and said, we're not landing in in Virginia where we thought we were going to, where there was already a government that was established. So they wrote the Mayflower Compact, which basically said, we need a government mm. because God says we need a government. And don't forget, their goal was to establish God's kingdom mm. right here on earth. And how do you do that? Well, if he says we need a government then we obviously need a government. And so the Mayflower Compact, the first document that was made in the governing document in the New World, said we need a government because right. we can't do it without one. Right. And um, I think even if you go back to Genesis, when God's first like making the earth, one of the first things that he does is essentially establish a government. Yes. He has, uh, he has the birds and... The fish, fish were made first, and then the land-dwelling creatures, and then he made humans. And then he said, you're in charge. <laughs> he said, take dominion. He said, take right. dominion over, over all of those things. You know what I find interesting? He didn't say take dominion over the people. Mm. We were, we were, that was a little bit different. We were not, the goal wasn't to, oh, you're my granddaughter and you've got to come under me and too bad, so sad. You'll be a grandmother no. someday, your own self. <laughs> It, it's it's interesting that that's what he was saying, which 
which shows you that it's about the resources. Right. And so then that kind of, I guess, segues biblically into the longer answer, I guess, from other than this God said so about why we need government. And that's because of the fall. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yes. Um, going back to Genesis, there were there were two brothers and one was into farming and the other one was into keeping track of animals and, and using them. And they ended up having a fight over who whose sacrifice God liked better. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's it's so we we don't have without Jesus Christ we do not have the capability to treat each other justly right and that goes back to when our first disobedience was where we literally see like the first time that anyone's ever sinned and it was over produce <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically the fr- the fruit yeah. eat it or not to eat it that is the question <laughs> that is the question i think shakespeare said that once yeah he did oh, okay <laughs> so then it's like now that we notice like we recognize that we need checks and balances because our natural default setting is to fail yeah and 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 don't forget that the enemy always the the bible he comes the bible tells us he comes to kill to steal and destroy that's that's not nice (laughs) (laughs) you picture you picture a group of little two or three year olds and they're not exactly nice to one another. They haven't learned yet how to do that. Mm-hmm. And the teachers or the parents or the babysitter or the older siblings or or the older cousins come in and they make them stop hitting each other with bricks and, well, mm. not bricks, blocks is the word. <laughs> Let <laughs> no say, these are some intense kids. <laughs> so it, it's it's very important to realize that without a government and without authority, we we go to anarchy. Mm. We actually go to anarchy where nobody would be safe. Mm. Nobody would be safe because you can't, without a government, you can't protect your own stuff. Mm. Go into that a little bit more. What is anarchy? Anarchy is no rules. I'm, I'm going to make my own rules. I'm going to do it myself. And thank you so much. Mm. And, um, and I have control over my stuff. And if you come on my land, I'll probably shoot you fun no not exactly (laughs) but that's like one of the things that I remember first as a kid was we watched a bunch of cartoons about what it would be like to have no rules because that's like a kid fantasy oh yeah you know to like finally you get to reign the playground survival of the fittest whoever makes it to the top of the slide gets it first and uh and it always ended so badly like, we would watch it and we'd be, like, mortified by the end because we're like, oh, no, that stinks. Oh, it does stink. have fun. It does stink. And, and you stop and think that, that without Christ, we've, we literally can't do this. Hmm. Without Christ, we can't, we can't obey any rules because we want to be the ones in charge. Humanism which is which is a a world view as well humanism says that if it's okay for me it's okay for me and it doesn't matter what you think because i'm god mm. and and that goes right into socialism but for us we have the rules that god gave us mm. 
And he's the one that established government. Mm. And he gave us the Ten Commandments. It's interesting that if you go to the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., in the, in the bias reliefs on the front of the building, Moses, sitting on a stool with the Ten Commandment tablets in his hand, is the one in the middle. Mm. God said, you need laws. Mm. And he gave laws for governance. The, also, the other thing that I find very interesting, if you were going to equate Israel at its time going back to the promised land with Moses, Moses was the president mm. of Israel. And that's kind, that's kind of, we look at him and say, wow, I've always thought of him as the religious leader because he does so much with his conversations with the Lord. But he wasn't the religious leader. Imagine that. Mm. He wasn't the religious leader. His brother Aaron was. Mm. How important, if God, if God would do that, say, I'm going to call someone to take you away from Egypt because you need to get out. Because I want to establish a nation, nation with you, with a government. Mm. And, to, and to have the leader of the government be the one to lead them out. Right. And it's, um, we've seen before too, what happens when people, I know at least in my day to day life, when I don't have any rules or restrictions, I actually feel like really bad. <laughs> like It makes you nervous, doesn't it? It makes you fidgety. And, um, right. it also, cause there's no structure to it. And I just came back from a very long and restful vacation. And a lot of it was doing nothing. And I had to like fight to rest because the natural thing was just to be like, you know, to, to diet and exercise and to like go around and like be productive and all that kind of stuff. And when you don't, you actually feel pretty yucky. It's, it's true. It, it takes a while to relax. The key is to learn to relax and to rest. The Bible tells us to enter into his rest. Mm. And that's, that's so important. That's not taking a nap 24 seven. Right. It's, it's actually, actually in, in the Hebrew, you know what it is? What? Government. Really? Enter into my government. Mm. I, I, I was blown away when I found that out. Mm. That literally enter into my rest is being the ecclesia, the government that God has chosen for this planet. Mm. And in order to do that, it's you find freedom in it. And that's what a lot of people, I think, are afraid of is that um, we see freedom, especially in modern America, as not having any rules or restrictions. When in actuality, that's the stuff that makes you sick. And we find true freedom in godly governments where they promote justice, they promote order, they promote productivity. That's, that's really true. It's, it's really true. God has, God has called us to be in a structure of his government. Mm. And that's and without that we're we're not happy we're not at ease, mm. and 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 it basically makes us nervous. You know what's really interesting? Stop and think about this for a minute. Without a negative government, you have no rights. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? Mm. So notice about the Ten Commandments. There's a couple of things that God says that are not negative. He says you're to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Mm. And then he says we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. 
-hmm. And children are to honor their parents. Everything else is thou shalt not. Mm. Thou shalt not. Thou shalt not. Which means that you cannot do these things, but everything else is okay. Right. And that's how we get, that's how we get freedom and liberty. Mm. There's not many governments that actually have a negative portion to them. Right. Yeah, and that that kind of opens you up to like, hey, you can do all the good stuff. Just don't do the bad stuff. It's right. Not that bad. So with Christ, don't forget, without Christ, we can't do much of anything of any worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's a, a nice place to leave it for today. We are going to be doing two more sessions on politics starting next time with uh, biblical government. And uh, for now, we're going to sign off. And thank you very much for joining us. You can join us again next week, same time and same place. This has been Pastor Barbara Holmes Brackett and Elizabeth. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye now.